Hell yeah, man. <laughs> Shit bowling ideas back and forth. Hippie science. Right. right. It's not science science. It's almost like I'm trying to call for just people to just be better. That we could have some kind of study on these type of Her mother was on board, I guess. Of course yeah. she was. She got pre and board and didn't have to fuck the man to do it. <laughs> Our devil's advocate type stance here. See you Jessica. And you're Seth. And this is the Hippie Science Variety Hour. So, what are we going to talk about today? Supporting a friend through sickness. Like you'd know anything about supporting a friend through sickness. You who's been sick the entire time I've known you. 90%, yeah. 90%. No, the entire time. You were right the first time. <laughs> I mean, we were slight acquaintances before. Vaguely. Like, I always wondered how that went when my brother approached you. Hey, you need to come hang out with my real sick ass sister. I didn't like, want to. How lame of a life did you have at the time to say I, yes? I wanted to hang out with him. Oh. Yeah. I didn't want to have to drag my ass all the way to your house. But, you know, now here it's we magic are. now. Doing that ooh, every week. Ooh, ooh, it's magic. <laughs> I need you to not do that ever, ever do again. that all day. Ever again, period. I don't oh, okay. need that in my life. Yeah, you do. You need a little weird in your life. I got plenty of weird in my life. You need a beat weird in your life. Eh. 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 I like, I like just weird, weird. Yeah. Yeah. Obviously. So explain your side of it. How did Josh convince you, my brother, convince you to come down here and hang out? Exactly how you just said. Just asked. He really, I said, I'd, I'd probably text him and ask him if he wanted to hang out. And he just said, why don't you come down here and you can hang out with me and Jess. And I knew, you know, there's the whole subtext there because she's sick and she needs people to hang out with. Right. <laughs> and somebody else to geek out with on medical stuff to sit and shoot the shit and talk the variables out. I don't even know if he thought... I don't know if he you don't think you thought much. that far. No, probably not. But it worked out really nicely. That yeah, way. it did. I came down, and what else did we even have to talk about? You know, nothing just, else was really so going on pretty, in my life. So you're pretty sick, huh? <laughs> uh, that's cool. Tell me how I can try to think about it. We can start trying to figure it out. Yeah, yeah. And that's what we did for a long time. We did. We just we sat out here on this porch. Just talking about, oh, well, you're having this happen. Maybe that's happening because of, you know, demyelination or whatever was going on. That was a lot we focused on. And the um, Vargas nerve focused on that a lot. Yeah. Vargas? Mm-hmm. Is that how you say it? Vegas? Vegas. Vegas. Vargas is, no. Yeah, Vegas. I don't know. I'm, I don't know. I might look like a fool now. You might. You might have just blown really all your credibility. Yeah. First... First five minutes. <laughs> Blown. Out the water. Blown. I think it's the vagus nerve, though. I'm not I don't know sure. of a vargus nerve. Vargas? But the vagus nerve is a pretty important one. Okay, well, it's the vagus. So, so I'm we wrong. did. Imagine that. I don't have to. <laughs> You're wrong every time I talk to you. No, I'm not. No, not every time. Not Just every 90%. time. Just 90%. No, maybe. Yeah, a lot maybe. of 90%s in your life. There is a lot of 90%s in my life. 
Yeah, there is. But it is really strange. Uh, I actually never really thought about it before today. Our real actual friendship, not just knowing who each other were, grew out of this sort of prodding by your brother to actually be like supporting you as a friend. Right. It's strange. I I really never thought of it that way. You didn't? No. Huh. I was like way to introspect there. Yeah. Had to happen on air. Yeah. <laughs> so beautiful moment there. It was it it's cool though. This that might actually drag us off in a direction I didn't actually think we'd talk today. You Let know, it drag us. Because well we've we've talked about how important it is to have a friend who's just real with you. Right. And who's not going to be that person that's like, oh, are you okay? The empty platitudes that the people The empty platitudes. Offer. Yep. Right. For me, coming into the situation, I'm like, she's probably not okay. So it doesn't really matter to say anything like that. Right. Uh, I mean, clearly, if you were feeling bad, I'd be like, hey, you need something, maybe? Right. I mean, you have had moments where you've had to take care of me, and we've been out and something's happened. Well, I mean, I, I was really just laughing while you threw up in your shoes. <laughs> <laughs> just projectile vomit across the table. Was that the first time we hung out with them together? Maybe. So the first time I drag him to finally meet anybody of my life like anybody at all outside of immediate family we're sitting around outside you tell the story so much better because i obviously was not in my run lane <laughs> you weren't even there no i was gone you were just absent mm-hmm. so we're just sitting there and you just suddenly we hear uh one of the people we were visiting had gone into the house to make some food maybe and the other one was just sort of at the other end of their porch. And we're sitting at the table, kind of just hanging out. And all of a sudden, you just, just fucking fall out. It's staying in your chair, but you do that weird, like, Peter Griffin fall thing with your arm over your head. And I thought you were fucking with me. I'm like, what are you doing right now? Is Drama queen? Really? <laughs> How much attention can you possibly need? We're in public. Need? Calm and down. You, you start snoring more loudly than my grandfather ever did. Right? And that man could rattle walls. Right? You start snoring to an absurd level. And like I'm immediately, like, you said. I really thought you were... Making a joke about being bored with just me sitting there. <laughs> <laughs> that would have been good. It would have. I wasn't. And I was then, having a seizure. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, she's fucking with me. And I just kind of lean back. And then as a moment passes, I'm like, oh, 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 fuck. Like, this is, this is real. This is real. This is real and life. And then, I, you know, I kind of put my hand on your shoulder. And you're like, Ugh, and you start coming back from the dead. And <laughs> you sit up. And I'm just... Are you okay? What what was that? Were you joking? And then your response was to vomit all over the table. <laughs> Guess that was a no. It was a great. It's a pretty hard no there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Almost immediately, I shouldn't have ate that piece of cheese. Immediately. <laughs> it was the cheese. I don't believe that. I don't believe that for one second. I do. But to it my was soul. It was 
obviously it's in your soul because that was your first reaction. <laughs> your first reaction. I shouldn't have ate that cheese. <laughs> that Someone, was the first thing that went through my head when I came back was like, that fucking cheese. Yeah. And what we just took you inside. And I had a sweat fit and came yeah, back and it was all your, good. The the friend whose house we were at, she did like Reiki, Reiki on, on you. Yep. Uh, yeah. And I don't know about all that. It seems very questionable to me, but it was very calming. I'm sure it was calming. Yeah. Look, that uh, Tibetan singing bowl she was using was gorgeous. It was beautiful, yeah, wasn't I, it? I played with that thing for the rest of the I night. I want one so bad. I really do. Yeah. They can As be well. real expensive. Yeah, they do. They have some beautiful crystal ones. Those are the ones that. Yeah, you sent me yeah, the picture. I sent you the picture of that one. Yeah, Sounded I forgot now. Awesome. Yeah. They they had them lined up by note. That's in awesome. In the store, and I just went through like dinging all of them and i just like implored the lady in the store can i just show them how this works and it, it's cool you never expect that sound to come out of something no like you that. really don't i saw this really <clears throat> cool video of them floating on like a wading pond so anytime that they clanked together they made that sound oh that's awesome oh it was beautiful have you ever seen one with water in it yeah that's so cool it's so cool they actually can make them <clears throat> do different sacred geometry patterns uh, I by gotta playing look into different that. notes. All that sacred geometry stuff is so cool. Yeah, I mean, you really I dig it. The The whole spiritual end of it is kind of weird to me. It doesn't make a lot of sense to me, but it looks so badass. It is. I mean, and the idea that it's echoed throughout nature and us and even our art and things like that, it's just, it shows that interwoven thread that connects us all. Right. But steering back, right? We're off on sacred geometry and singing bowls. <laughs> uh, That's uh, us, though. It really is. But that day is a... A fond memory. It really is. Like, and most people, you wouldn't think, if you're at a party, for instance, and you're talking about this kick-ass weekend you had with your friend, you don't assume it's going to include projectile vomiting. Not in that context. No, not, yeah, not yeah, in that look, way. I've been to some parties with some projectile some vomiting. <laughs> but, no, not in that context. Not from a piece of cheese. A piece, uh, a and a little piece. It was like one of those little slivers. Yeah, one of those little, um, just like a slice, right? Yeah. It was good cheese. It was, oh my God, that cheese tasted so good. I had not had cheese in a year, I think. Right. Yeah. Cheese does not, no. Yeah. But it's a good, it's a good snapshot of uh, our relationship. Just it in is. general. It is. You're able to roll with the punches of my health pretty well. And in that situation, I didn't need it to become the focal point of the evening. The last thing that someone that's sick wants to happen is for their illness to ruin any kind of fun that they're trying to have. Exactly. And, I mean, thank, you know, whatever. Thank the friends, right? Right. Because they rolled with it just like anyone else. Like champs. Like actual champs. Like they had been around me sick my entire life. They laid out those things in the grass. 
Oh you know, yeah, that you, was awesome. That was so funny. That you was like, great. I'm just gonna go lay in the grass for I'm gonna a while. Go, yeah. And Y'all just... don't think this is weird. I'm just gonna go <laughs> chill over here. I do that though. I did that that night that I drank the soda and got sick and got the most awkward and amazing compliment of my <laughs> life. Listen, I've never seen a more professional vomiter than you. <laughs> never ever. I'd seen you throw up that time for the story we just told. Right. That was more of an exorcist moan that moment. Was, it did look like that. It was not voluntary. Like there was it was just whoa. Yeah. But that night with the soda, you you drank two drinks? Two drinks. Two drinks. And just I'm going to be sick. And then get down on the edge of the porch in a four-point stance like like a seasoned football player or something. And just put your whole body into it and just... (laughs) (laughs) Was I shaking like that? You were. (laughs) I thought you were going to break the concrete with your hands. It was great. And then immediately turn around. I think it was the sugar and the Coke. And just like that, not broken, nothing, just, I think it was the sugar and just the Coke. Just yeah. And you're going to just, while I'm talking, you'll start throwing up. And then be able to turn around and respond to what I was saying. That's, that's real skill. To be going through what was obviously some serious agony. Oh, it was not And still just fun. be part of the conversation. Didn't lose a beat. Didn't. Not at all. You were just... You vomit like a champ and I'm like <laughs> mid-hurl. <laughs> I just looked back. I was like, I've never gotten a better compliment or at a more awkward moment in my life. Listen, it was the most gutturally frightening sound I've ever heard. It was terrible. If I was, if I couldn't see that happening. Oh, God. So if it was a situation like so often I do when I come over here and I come walking around the house just to the porch. And it's pitch dark. And it's pitch black. And I'm not quite around, so I can't see what's happening. Right. If I just heard that, I'm like, oh, werewolves are real. <laughs> it's over. What is it, a it's full It's that moon? <laughs> <laughs> Jesse wasn't kidding about that. She Damn. Wasn't. She wasn't. No wonder she's so weird about moons. <laughs> Makes sense now. It does. It does. That would have been terrifying to hear, though. I could imagine that. Yeah. But I think you would agree that's exactly the kind of support it is. a person needs. It is. It's like you don't need someone to come around and just drill home the fact that they're sympathetic to you. Right. I mean, <clears throat> why am I the one saying it? You know, you you can speak to this much better than I can. I can just say, you know, I show up and tell dick jokes every once in a while. <laughs> and and fart like, incessantly. Listen, that the, the people don't need to know that. Why not? I think they do. Rip it down. <laughs> no, fact, I mean, don't rip it down. That, <laughs> <laughs> the fact that I'm just trying to smoke you out of the porch. Yeah. We're outside. Oh, yeah. I wonder how great it's going to sound during the day recording, too. Yeah. We've tried. We have. So many times. This is hard work, y'all. How many throwaway episodes do we have now? Seriously? I think we're up to six. Six. I'm not even kidding. And this is the first one we've been able to record during the day? Yeah, it is. I'm kind of sad the night sounds aren't going to be in it. The night sounds were amazing. Yeah. They'll be back. Yeah, they will. Y'all's, yeah. But 
So, it is kind of weird. I was thinking, you know, we can just use our use our relationship as an example, you know, for, you know, being a friend to someone mm-hmm. who's who's sick or I mean, accepting friendship while you're sick too. You've that had was a hard, hard. You've had a hard time with that. I did have a really hard time with that. And um it helped because you were scientifically and medically minded. Yeah. So I was able, I can discuss my help with anybody. That's something that I'm very detached from. That yeah. I, Not that I am, but I can become very detached from. Where I can discuss it and it's, it's almost something that's outside of me. That right. I can compartmentalize it so much. <clears throat> and you can discuss it so frequently that it's like a, just a roll off. It really is. Uh, it I becomes mean, repetitive. Like your brother who has that thing. Within the first day he ever meets someone, he's going to list off just the laundry list of all the things that have ever been wrong with him. Yeah. Which is, it is a little impressive. Yeah. 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 I all mean, right. to me, it's not. To, to someone you, like not. you, it is. His and I'm just, not saying, well, like, his... it's not, he hasn't been through stuff because it hasn't been what have you. But... I feel like that's going to sound so bad. Yeah. And I don't mean it like that. No, listen, I know how you Lyme elitists are. Oh, my God. <laughs> it's Lyme cultist. Thank cultist? you. Yeah, according to the latest troll, I'm a Lyme cultist. I believe it. I kind of well, like you've it. You've always been trying to drum I might up some trademark kind of weird, that. up Jim Jones. Yeah. Uh, I really do. I do think you're going to be... A, a Jim Jones type character one day. You're going to build some fucked up little commune. I'm not going to kill them. Yeah, they're going to kill themselves at your at your demand. No. Yeah. Nah. Yeah. You see me that dark? Yeah, you're pretty dark. You're wearing all black. You usually are. <laughs> Fair enough. Fair enough. <laughs> <clears throat> so, yeah, getting back on track. Right. I guess maybe we should have called the podcast that getting back on track. track. (laughs) Actually, that would have been really good. That probably would have been. It sounds too AA to me, though. Look, I'm saying getting on track, and now we're going to go off on another tangent (laughs) following that. Yeah, let's not do that. So, do you think the friendship rising up from a situation like you were already in is... A huge difference between a pre-existing relationship and a person having to adapt? I think so. Um, from my end, at least, <clears throat> um, I've always felt more secure and free to discuss my health with you. With friends that knew me like, well, when I wasn't, like, in remission and stuff, it's right. really hard to talk to them. I don't talk to them anymore. Yeah, I know. It's really, and I know that that's something that I need to overcome. But at the same time, it's something really, really hard to see in the eyes of somebody that loves you, even if they're not trying to show that I remember who you used to be, even if you can still kind of feel it. You can see it. Right. You can. And it's 
it's even more heartbreaking when they try to hide it really well. Mm-hmm. Especially, I can remember one time I was in Walmart and it was when I had, um, was going through the IV treatment again. And my little cousin's best friend screamed out, hey, Jesse. And then as he started approaching me, his first words were, oh, my God, you look like shit. Well, that's always true. But (laughs) (laughs) I looked like I was damn near dying. I knew how bad I looked. Yeah. I knew I shouldn't have been there. And I respected that more to get it out of the way. Trying to then someone trying to cover dance it. around it, mm-hmm. yeah. Because I know you think that someone that's sick doesn't realize that. I mean, because majority of the time it does take a toll on your appearance, on you physically, the way you carry yourself, all of those things. You think the person doesn't know that? I yeah. mean, I mean, it's just it's the same thing. If you, ru- it's not the same thing, but it's analogous to just running into someone who hasn't been getting enough rest for a long time, right? Or someone yeah, I mean, that's going bald. Yeah. You know, you can obviously, or if you haven't seen someone in 15 years, don't lie and say they look exactly the same. Exactly. You know, it's yeah. those, it goes back to empty platitudes. You know, when you're dealing with stuff that is on such a deep level as facing your own mortality, you do not have time, nor do you have energy in these beating around the bush pretty sayings and empty emotions and these flowery sentiments you just don't you really don't it's it's strange i'm so i'm really curious though what would be the move for someone you've known for a long time so i have to guess that the reason you specifically have trouble maintaining those relationships is not only them not you not wanting them to see you differently mm-hmm. but also you not what's the word i'm not able to do what i used to do with them that's a big there part is, of it uh, there is that but people change anyway yeah right like i don't i don't do the things with my friends that i used to do with them largely anymore right and Nothing's wrong with any of us other than the fact that we're just trying to start our lives. Yeah. Um, But I think you you seem like you have a fear of people, which they will often, um, you trying to keep that relationship open and them seeing some decline and them for their own sort of you know, health, mental health, um, just general sanity, kind of making a little bit of room between the two of you Mm -hmm. so that it doesn't hurt them as bad. Yeah. And that's understandable. It is. And I've always understood it, but it doesn't mean that... It doesn't mean it doesn't hurt. Right. Yeah. But at the same time, I mean, it's a very... I have a lot of admiration for people that are able to maintain friendships through peaks and valley of their health. I haven't been able to do it. Thing is, I'm probably not going to be able to stand you once you get healthy. Probably won't. I, we're not going to hang out at all. Probably not. You're <laughs> stuck with me. What the hell are you saying? Um, I'm not stuck. No, you choose. 
I choose because I'm amazing. That's right. I choose every day. Every day. That's a little far. I choose every day to not just tell you to stop fucking texting me while I'm trying to do other shit. <laughs> some of it's important. Some of it. Yeah. Okay. Those are you some killer me, memes. You text me one more fucking conspiracy link. <laughs> I need to enlighten you, sir. I don't have that kind of time. Yeah. You gotta be woke. Listen, I'm already basically the Buddha. No, you're not. Yeah. No. Uh-huh. No. I'm, I'm, I'm like the Buddha and Gandhi had a little baby. And then he grew up into a really cool dude. Somebody needs to pop that ego before you <laughs> float the fuck away. Come back down. All right, I'm down. You, you, you here? I'm down. You're back with All me? All right, I'm shit again. What okay. do you want? Thank you. That's how I prefer it. <laughs> I'm nothing. I'm a lowly grunt in a lab just working my life away, you know, wishing I was dead. Whoa, I mean, we got to find a medium, okay? <laughs> we don't have to be way up here and way down, like somewhere in the middle. All right, fine. I don't wish I'm dead. Thank you. I mean, that's the only part. Eh. Yeah. Some days. <laughs> Some days. <laughs> that's totally a joke. So, for those relationships that you have had to basically abandoned yeah we, i mean we've actually a sort of surprising amount recently we've been talking about the friends you had before all of this yeah your your best friend who you don't really talk to anymore yeah um man i miss that crazy bitch exactly <laughs> right you need crazy bitches in your life god she got me on a level that no other female ever has yeah yeah well you think like a dude i know she did too yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um but, so how how would you even recommend a person handles that? Because, of course, it's it's understandable that they pull away because they don't want to see something happening. Right. Right? But what, what can they do? Right? What, what would you... Acknowledge the awkwardness. And, and no one ever will. But that's what has to be done. Yeah. Like. And so, it needs to be. It needs to be that person. It does. Because if it's you. I it's feel like seem, a burden already. Well, you're a pretty big burden to me. I, I mean. <laughs> screw you, buddy. No, thanks. I'm a blessing in your life. You hear me? Blessing. Don't. Oh, blessing. blessing. Don't. No. Uh-uh. Okay. I am a ray of sunshine in your otherwise morbid life. My life isn't that morbid. No, it's not. One. I kind of made it more morbid. You were way more morbid. Yeah. You have to be. Yeah, I do. I feel like I used to be more morbid, but now I'm a healthy person. No. No. <laughs> <laughs> Working on it. Yeah. So back to the friends. <clears throat> so back to the friends. I I don't know what I would tell him to tell you the truth. I haven't ever thought about that. Um, I know I've written things about what I wish people knew. Right. Like, that love me, see me go through this. Um, I guess the one piece, I'm still the same person. Yeah, and you should be just and, treated the same. Right. I mean, even though 
my body is going through all of this and my mental has been dragged along with it for a good majority of the time. Yeah, your mental got dragged through the dirt there. It was pretty great. Yeah. It was entertaining for sure. See, they missed out on great moments like that. Exactly. Yeah. But how how could they? I mean, I get I I basically signed up for the shit show. You did sign up for the shit show. And honestly, I feel like it's it's sort of yanked the rug out from under what I, I had, had the way I was thinking about it when we said we were going to do this podcast. Yeah. It's I'm I'm a little bit fucked up about it now, honestly. Like not not in the way that it's causing me some sort of weird emotional distress. You're like not oh my triggered. god. Like what kind of a crazy person just decides you're gonna make this new friend that's falling apart every day? Yeah. I'm fine with that. Right. You know. I'm fine with you Train falling wrecks. apart. It's it's pretty funny a lot of the time. <laughs> uh <laughs> it's provided for some interesting moments. Yeah. Definitely. I mean, it's 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 also funny because you make it funny. I try to. You, you I do that on it, purpose. You really make it easy on m- me. I know. Yeah. Right. Because you're not you're not the person who will wallow. No. In just whatever it's going to be. Mm-mm. Right. Now you'll have the dark times. And oh I yeah. Can, and and I'll tell, like she's really going through it right now. Mm-hmm. But it's never. I show up and you're like, everything is shit, you know, because my life is this. And you might be like, this sucks and this sucks and this sucks. And I really fucking hate that that sucks. Yeah. But you you don't make it hard to be around. Well, that's really, that's really nice. Aww. Oh, yeah. I've got a few of those. But only That's a really few. great, though. <clears throat> Because it's, I mean, I need to hear something like that because it is something that plays on the soundtrack in my mind about how, I mean, I view myself as a burden and I have to make myself not. Um, And I've come a really long way with that. And I think the way that I handle my sickness is a lot, is a lot of the basis for that, I guess, so to say. Because I do take it lightheartedly most times. I'm able to see, I'm able to poke fun at myself to find the humor in this. And, but I've also allowed myself to completely fall apart. Yeah, but you do that in private. And yeah, I, I do. I don't want to see that you, you respect that. Yeah. You appreciate it. <laughs> uh, look, I'm not, if I know you need to fall apart, yeah. I'm not going to be like tapping on the window. Just, hey. You're all right. You're gonna you're gonna put it back together soon, there, buddy. Yeah. Because I'm like, she, she can fall apart. She'll be. Sometimes fine. you need to. Sometimes you need to. You do. So I, you know, I feel like I'm probably due for one. I know I am. I've, I was actually talking about it with a friend recently. I think I talked to you about it too. Pro- I won't remember because I don't value our conversations. Bullshit. <laughs> Bullshit. Anyways, you rude little cuss. Um, Us. Yeah. I don't know. I'm old. Obviously. Jeez. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> you made me lose my train of thought. You never really had one. I probably didn't. What were we talking about? No fucking clue now. Ooh. So while I've got you being all nice and kinda 
kind of nice, I guess. I mean, this is pretty nice for me. A little in touch with your emotions. I'm what so have... bad. I'm so bad at saying nice things. No, you're not. Oh, I... you mean like you're? Oh, I thought you meant like you said it often. Like I drop nice bombs all the time, but you no. mean you're literally bad at the I'm, art of I'm being at... kind. Yeah, it's. <laughs> it makes me it makes me uncomfortable to be nice to people it does me too i don't really know how it may it, it's real awkward like I, j- I try to treat people just right i suppose yeah. but the actual act of going up and like paying someone a compliment is the worst thing in the world to me i get in moods where i can oh, which really? real natural yeah i can be like oh nice hair yeah. But, you know, I can't say, you know, you're you're a strong person. You know, I can't come in. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Gag me. It's very hard. I hate hearing stuff like that. I do, too. I mean, and I'm, that sounds really bad, especially with the platform I have. <laughs> really? <laughs> but I'm just a person. That's it. You That's... know, it's so awkward to me because I'm just me. Yeah, well, that's really sort of the moral of all of this, is that you're just a person. Right. I'm just a person. Right. We're just people. And instead of letting all the weirdness around us get, you know, cause us to be bogged down in, you know, all all the stuff that bogs down everything else, you just act like regular people. Right. I mean, okay, you're sick. Life goes on. Exactly. For as long as it does. As long as it does. Yeah. Mosquitoes. Yeah, they're getting me a little bit now, too. Woo! Okay. But. We'll brave them. Be okay. I'm not that brave. I mean. I'm courageous. Eh. Are you? Yeah, I think so. I mean, yeah, you are. To a degree. To a degree. Yeah. Everyone is to a degree. That's true. It could be a negative degree. It could be a negative degree. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah. Fancy. Yeah. We got to put it on a line. Yeah. Make a graph out of it. We don't have to get that nerdy. I'm a science person. I know that. But we I'm... just, we work with graphs all day. Uh, okay. Well, let's get out of the technical stuff because you're going to bore me real fast. You start talking line graphs and negatives and uh, positives. Chromatic graphs are primarily my field of expertise. I'm surprised I even let you finish that before interrupting you. You let me talk about this stuff for so long the other night, and you were genuinely interested. Some of it is really interesting yeah. that you do. I'm so, just giving you shit. Don't even. I'm don't even act like. Shit. Don't act like it's not great. Some of it. Graphs. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Look, I get sick of the damn things. <clears throat> so what have you gotten out of... I mean, obviously, I've gotten friendship and companionship when I've been basically homebound and shut in. What have you got out of this? You kind of pointed it out earlier today. I mean, we weren't, we weren't on this show. Yeah. But you said, look at you now versus where you were this time last year. And I was a lot more sort of closed minded. Yeah. Um, I was very much, I had, a very sort of narrow view of how the world should be. Mm-hmm. And especially with the kind of, the kind of things you treat with, yeah. right? The, the natural things that you use. 
I was really, I, I wasn't really on board with a lot of it. No, you weren't. But you, you remember when I first showed up, I was like, no, you need to start doing this and this and this. These are real proven treatments. Yeah, this is actual medicine. Yeah, I think I heard you say medicine. that several times. And listen, you're not going to catch me advocating against actual medicine. I understand that. But there is absolutely a, a positive in treating a lot of things more naturally. Right, and you've seen the improvement I've made since I went natural. J- yeah, just doing that. Yeah. And it's largely allowed you to avoid a lot of the worst side effects that you would see. Yeah, it has. Now, it, if, you, if you got much more drastically sick again, I wouldn't just be over here like, yeah, yeah, you can fuck with those herbs all you want. Yeah. You know, I would be like, no, you need to, you need to go to a real fucking doctor you need to get on some real medicine. But you've been getting better. Right. And you were on real medicine when we first, we started, first started hanging out. I was still doing the IV treatments, IV antibiotics. I never saw that. No, it's because I did it in the morning and... I'm not a morning person. Yeah. And so. at night, but I skipped a lot. I skipped, like, the times that we did all night hangouts, I just skipped that dose. Oh. Yeah. Well, that's... That's concerning. No, it wasn't. It wasn't? <laughs> no. I needed a break. Well. Trust me. That was twice a day, seven days a week. Yeah. Well, all of that, it's 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 opened my mind up a lot. And I recently uh, found out that one of the chemists I work with used to work for, you know, some pharma company. Oh, he yeah. he does everything all natural, even though his job is to understand the stuff. Right. Right. And Which makes you think... If someone's job that was supposed, you know, that was in that field and they even choose not to do it, there's got to be some merit there. It's certainly something I'd like to talk to him about. Yeah. Which I haven't. I just found this out the other day. I haven't really talked to him. I'd really be curious. It's really interesting. Most people that are holistic don't start out like that. No, not at all. You know, the medical system failed them in some way or they were in in the medical system and didn't like the way it was operating. Yeah. Some of them get lost in the weeds. Yeah, that's yeah. true. <laughs> that's true. Um, but it is, it's really interesting uh, because I know largely the stuff that he's doing is probably highly analogous to what the actual medications would be doing. Yeah. Um, well, that's what I do. Yeah, that is what you do. Yeah. That's, I mean, it's the reason... The stuff that you do that I've actually looked into, I haven't argued against it mm-hmm. because it hasn't seemed like uh, a bad thing. The only thing that we decided was the bad when I was doing the horse dewormer. Do you remember that shit? <laughs> that was bad. <laughs> when, you, when I actually found out what that was, I was You were horrified. like, what the hell are you what, doing? What are what? you thinking? What? You were absolutely insane. And it made total sense to me. Yeah. But- I don't want it to sound like I'm over here trying to call the shots on the way you do your treatment. No. Uh, I just, you know. You've been a sounding board where I can, hey, what do you think about this? Yeah. And I do really appreciate the fact that you take the time to consider that. Yeah. Because so many people, especially once they get on that more naturalistic wambagging. 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 Yeah. Ooh. (laughs) Uh, Bandwagon. They, They go so all in that they're like, oh, no. It's it's all just like I can go chew on some tree bark and it's gonna cure my cancer, you know. The and right tree might. It we might. We don't know. It might, 
But so many people will completely abandon yeah. any synth, like any sort of critical thinking about it. Yeah. They're just like, no, I heard this is good. So I'm going to do this. And those are the people that really, I really, my heart goes out to them a lot. Mm-hmm. Because they're the people who get taken advantage of. They really are. Because people like whoever was selling that horse dewormer. Yep. Get them. And really. It's desperate people. It's, when you're willing to embrace something as drastic as that, you have reached a level of desperation in your medical journey that most never do. Exactly. And it it's really sad that the system fails as many people as it does. It really is. I mean. And I do think it's the system. I don't think it's the practice of medicine. Uh, now, I think it's a little of both. But that's because of my experience with the practice of medicine. Within the system mm-hmm. that I'm criticizing. Yeah. Yeah. But do you think it would be any different outside of the system, really? Yes. You do? Mm-hmm. I think... I mean, I don't even... It's not that I think it. It's that I know it. The reason that medical practices are laid out the way that they are are because they're reproducibly effective. Yeah. Right. And if we had more, you know, legitimized uh, physicians who would focus on things like, I mean, people like that chemist I was talking about. Okay. If he was publishing papers on why, oh no, I'm feeling a little sick. Let me go eat 10 cloves of garlic or some shit. Yeah. Um, There are studies about that. There are studies about that. Right. But if we had more people like that studying the kind of treatments that you talk about. Yeah. Um, I think it would make a huge difference. It would. And there there are some people in the field going more that way. I think yeah, there's... we're seeing a big upswing in holistic medical research and everything. Even within the Lyme community, you've seen um, research about essential oils being able to help treat persistent Lyme. Um, a stevia, which is a study that Lyme Warrior actually helped fund. What is that? Stevia study. The, like the sugar substitute? Yeah, the stevia extract. Okay. Yeah. Um, not the powder stuff that you get. You yeah. Know, not, it's, it's an actual, it's a tincture kind of thing. Right. And it's not, this is exactly what the researcher Eva Sappy said. It's not the cure we hoped it was would be. But it definitely helps. So that's, that's pretty cool. It's on the right path. It's yeah. not you know, it helps break up the um biofilm around the encapsulation of the disease. Okay. So I that see, yeah. you can actually treat it. Yeah, that's exactly the kind of thing I studied in, in uh biochemistry. Yeah. Um I love stuff like that. Yeah. I really love stuff like that. And I want to see more stuff like that. And I don't want to see which I think is the big part of the problem now is they'll say, okay, this stevia extract can do this. How do we make that into a pill? Right. And when they make it into How do a we pill, monopolize on a bunch this? of other stuff gets piggyback, piggybacked onto the it. The fillers and get then, added. Yeah. Yep. And then you get a lot of uh, situations like when the patent comes up or something and someone new buys it and they have to rebrand it. And when they advertise it, which they shouldn't be advertising this stuff at all. They should not ever be advertising medication. No, under no circumstances, I think. I don't know. I agree Um, with you. So what happens pretty regularly in those situations, whether it's the same company renewing their own patent or whether it's another company buying it, a lot of times they'll 
tweak it in some small yeah. way so that they just can change say, the formula just yeah. ever so much. Like, you know. And when they an, do the generics, that's how they do it too. When you get the name brand with the patent, and once that um, has expired, you get the generic brands. Yeah, and, and they, they just slightly. Yeah, they start throwing more and more stuff on there right. that causes all these other issues. Mm-hmm. Not that you know, drinking a gallon of fucking stevia extract is going to be healthy. No, not you know? th- and that's not nearly. That's, what that's they not are. what you're doing. No, but you know that that's a valid argument someone could bring up saying. You're acting like the side effects all come from the other stuff, and a lot of them do. Yeah. But, I mean, if you're eating a lot of cloves of garlic, you're going to have bad breath, too. Right? Well, I mean, but and with Lyme, if it's treating your Lyme, you're going to have a Herxheimer reaction, a Herx reaction, where it's a, um, a flooding of your system from the die-off of disease. Okay. That it's kind of because our bodies don't process toxins properly with our lymphatic system and everything. All right. So um, as it's dying, it just starts flooding off and you get a worsening of symptoms. Right. Which makes people think they're sicker. So right. they need to change things. Right. Okay. Or think that the treatment's not working, that it's actually hurting them more. So you kind of have to. I've never been so in tuned in with my body as Lyme's made me be. Because I have to be able to know those subtle changes to know what my descent into disease feels like and what's my Herx reaction feels like. Right. So That's, it's a really delicate dance. I didn't know about that. You didn't? I don't think we've ever talked about that. Oh, wow. That's really interesting to yeah. me. Um, that's really cool. I'd like to look into that more. Is that one of the things that just hasn't been studied as much as it should it really hasn't been at all okay but it very i think the last studies i've seen about it was when it was coined a herxheimer reaction okay so certainly that's one of those things that they should they should definitely be able to be quantify yeah. really realistically that sounds like something you could probably figure out with a blood test Eh, because the testing with lyme we've talked about that before is so unreliable you there is no test that I can take right now as opposed to six months from now to see any Lyme markers or anything like that. There's yeah, so no... they need to find those. Right. That's yeah. part of the problem. That's why it needs more research. Exactly. That's why we're here. Yeah. That's why we're doing this. I mean, Lyme Warrior promoting research and, yeah, I mean, we're over here holding hands with Lyme Warrior. Heck yeah, we are. I love them. Yeah. They do some great work. Really great work. I'm really, really excited about the patient program we have coming out. Yeah. It's, uh, we're doing this supporting a friend episode, just acting like we do when we're talking on the porch now. Yeah. <laughs> we're, not, we're not staying on topic at all. No, we're not. But mentioning Lime Warrior, uh, another thing that we've talked about, uh, pretty recently, and it can sort of thematically tie in, tie, tie in, um, is the sort of competition between different, uh, organizations that study Lyme disease. Yeah. I wish they could start acting more like friends that support each other. I wish that too. I really, really wish that. Because if we could get a more just unilateral push to understand the disease better, because it seems pretty misunderstood even by the people who have it. It is. Right? It's, And the people who don't, when they see someone who can get, you know, two weeks of antibiotics and they're fine... And then someone like you, who's been dealing with it for years. Yeah. It's it's a real problem. 
And it is. Look, and some people, it doesn't get as drastic as a man has. Right. Some people never have seizures. But there's some people that can't walk. You know, I mean, it's, right. we, there's this one popular doctor that's a Lyme doctor that ended up having a heart transplant because he got Lyme carditis and it destroyed his heart. Yeah, that's absolutely devastating. Mm-hmm. I just... If there really... was more unity on the base and the advocates and even more than just the advocates and the community itself, I think we would be able to change the tides of this. That So a lot of times, even in the Lyme community... We compare it to the AIDS movement because, right. you know, it wasn't taken seriously. <clears throat> These patients are, you know, tormented and just deteriorating away. And I don't care what anybody says. I've known people that have died from this disease. Well, so, you know, like we said earlier, a year ago, I was much more closed minded to a lot of things. Yeah. And. It's very likely if I just looked at it with just the literature available that I would probably You would not say, come away with the same picture. I, I probably wouldn't. I would no. probably say, no, this is the thing you treat for a couple of weeks with yeah. antibiotics. And then that um, post-Lyme treatment syndrome, Yeah, I probably would have leaned on that a lot more. Yeah, I probably would have thought much more, you know, had I not come and spent the time with you. Right. If you hadn't right. seen it. Yeah. And that's what's missing in the medical world is that patient interaction it's, that you've oh, got to horrid. listen to them. It's horrid. I'm not, <clears throat> I'll never forget when I was having the seizure in the neurologist's office. You don't make that stuff up. You can't make your body do that. And if you are, dude, go to an acting class and monetize that shit. Right. Like, if I can if I can fake a seizure for almost 30 minutes, give me the Oscar. Like, there's a problem. Maybe an Emmy. Aren't the Emmys for... TV. Oh. Eh, no, we're going Oscar. Eh. Go big. Okay. You know, you're more like a character actress, though. And... <laughs> <laughs> wow. Wow. No, but it really is that. And I think that's one of the really, that's probably one of the bigger problems with uh, relationships falling apart. It is. Too, because they don't, I mean, I, I was just talking about this with someone the other day. And they were like, well, you know, in the Northeast, Lyme disease is pretty prevalent. And most people are like, fine. Yeah. And I said, yeah, most people. Right. It's 20% of people that get Lyme disease develop chronic symptoms. Exactly. So, you know, I probably a year ago would have been that guy. Right. You know, and, you know, he, he's the type of guy who will, you know, really believe people are trying to manipulate the system. Yeah. And he, you know, he just said they're just playing it up, basically. Yeah. And I... At some at some level, I probably would have agreed with that at one point. Right. But, I mean, you're very obviously very ill very often. Yeah. It's not... It's I not, fake being well more than I fake being sick. Exactly. And and I don't hate that guy. Yeah. This is the person it's that I... It's an ignorance thing. Yeah. This is the person that I care for. Yeah. And I really wish more people could just see it. Right? And I, I think... 
that's that's part of the breakdown of relationships. Yeah. Like why a lot they don't of, understand a lot of pre existing friendships mm-hmm. when when they don't understand it and then they see other people getting better. Yeah. Or they look uh, it up and Google it and yeah. the C D C says it you're and, over it in thirty to sixty days. Yeah. Right. And and they see you and they're like This isn't adding up. It's not it's not real. They yeah. they they start losing faith in you. Yeah. And I think And a you lot feel of, that a lot of that, I feel that on that yeah. on the side of that. But a lot of that probably comes from that same sort of making distance. It right? does. Because if they have to just acknowledge the fact that you're really sick and you might not get better. Yeah. Then it's easier to believe that you're a dishonest person than you are the person that they know and love already. And you're just not going to get better. Right. Well, Which you don't want to You're going to get better. But. Yeah. That's, I'm healing. You're healing. Yeah. Uh, you're, you're a I've lot better a than you were way. a year ago. A long way. Yeah. Yeah. You're a lot more fun now. Well, thanks. <laughs> <laughs> shit, I shouldn't have fucking complimented you. Oh. You're never going to live that shit down. Probably not. Oh, God damn. You like me. I wouldn't go that far. <laughs> <clears throat> but anyway, I I think that's probably a big part. Yeah, it is. And I just, even to those people, if you think your friend is doing that, then don't you want to try and address that with them? Don't you want to say, like, why are you doing this? Yeah. You know, it it goes right back to what we were talking about before, about how just be real. Just be the same person you always were. Right. Don't come in with this other thing, because if your friend thought you were bullshitting them in some way or totally the other. Totally would have called me. You'd get called out. Mm-hmm. But since it's something like this, they don't. Right. I just don't know. I don't know what to do with that, really. I mean, I place a lot of the blame on myself because when... <clears throat> For trying to look better? Yeah. 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 That does um, make some sense. I don't... It took... It takes a lot out of me to admit how bad things have gotten. Mm-hmm. And it takes even more to admit how bad they are. Right. Like, that's really the part of it. And the fear of having something go wrong when you're out with somebody or you're doing something, hanging out, whatever, is astronomical. Because you don't know how that person's going to react. You don't know how they're going to treat you afterwards. You don't know if that's going to scare them away and you're never going to see them again. Right. So you get in your head, okay... I'm going to go over here and be sick. And when I'm better, I'll rejoin society. But then once you start feeling better, you start seeing that everybody else's life just kept on going and you just disappeared to them. Absolutely. Like there was no, I mean, I even had a conversation with somebody, um, a friend of mine's Facebook account was hacked. And I messaged him. I was like, hey man, you know, your Facebook account was hacked. I got this weird message. And he's like, girl, where have you been? How the hell are you doing? You know, and I had to just explain. I'm like, yeah, I got sick again and I just disappeared for almost two years now. It'll be two years in January that I got sick again. God, that's, it seems like. It 
It seems like it's been that long, but it doesn't. Yeah, it seems like it's been longer, but it seems like it's been shorter. Yeah. Yeah, it's a really weird time thing it does. It really is strange. It's it's really sad that you have to... And it, It's almost like I'm trying to call for just people to just be better. Yeah. You know? And we all know that doesn't work. Right. But if you can go out, right? If you can just take your friend... Like the one we were talking about earlier that yeah. you that you miss. Um, if you could just, you know, grab her by the hand before you go somewhere and say, "Look, this might happen." Yeah. And you need to be ready for it. Yeah. Do you think that would make a big difference? Maybe. 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 <clears throat> it would. It takes a lot of trust. Like. To for us to go out and do anything, mm-hmm. I'm trusting you the entire time we're out. Oh, and you never should. I, <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, I really am. I'm trusting that if I get sick, you're going to take care of me. If I have a seizure, you know, you'll get whatever happens. If the shit hits the fan, you're my fallback. Right. Like, I'll know he'll take care of it. That's a lot of trust to put into anybody. But the type of people who you want to preserve your relationships with right. should already be those people. They should be. Yeah. But if they're people of them for seeing you like that, you have a hard time assuming they would do that. And then you, like how you said, you signed up, signed up, you signed up for this shit show. Yes. And it is indeed a shit show. It is. But you have, on the other side of it, you have someone like me, like... Who would want to sign up for this shit? Like, I don't know. It's it's not hard, really. Like, all we've ever really done is just hung out and talk shit. Yeah. I mean, that's been it. We, I mean, we we get all nerdy for a little while. Yeah, we do. But inevitably, it's just going to boil down to us talking about something dumb and taking cracks at each other. Yeah. Yeah. We really haven't done that much on this. Well, it's it's, it's how a, we were talking about it earlier. That. That it's odd to take cracks at each other when you're in this headspace of support, of talking about supporting each other right. and going through these really hard times. It's harder to, you know, bust your balls about being a good friend. I, I mean, I can. Like, what? What do you think you're going to be a good friend? What? Are, what are you going to be? Be around, Mister Hero? Oh, yeah. Come Look to save you. the day. Look, honestly. Half of this, half of this show so far, I felt like I was blowing myself up. Did like, you I fucking hate it? Really? I really haven't enjoyed it. Really? Yeah. When I, I just talking about what I've done because um, we're kind of starting from this really arrogant position here of like we did it right. Well, we didn't do it all right, but we have figured out the friendship part of this one hundred percent. Well. I mean, it's probably the most stable part of my life. Well, that's pretty sad. It is. Yeah. Don't even bullshit. (laughs) It is yours, too. This is one of the things that we can depend on. We can depend on porch time. We can depend on being able to unload whatever bullshit's going on. All of that. That is true. You know, something that has sort of more recently developed with us though is just talking about other 
other relationships. Yeah. We never really did that. No, I think you it's know, the podcast. It was, but it was that day I came over and you were like, if you were a girl. Oh, yeah. <laughs> if I you were like, my girl bestie, yeah. I would be talking about to you about this. And I was like, just just do that. Then, then do it. Yeah. Yeah. It really. You're my straight gay bestie. Straight gay bestie. Yeah. All right. I'll take it. <laughs> <laughs> we'll make t-shirts. <laughs> yeah. It's uh, It is weird, though. Yeah. It's weird. Because that's the stuff friends in just different circumstances almost start with. Yeah. You know, and that really didn't come out for over a year. Well over a year. Yeah. Like we didn't, we didn't talk about other, like anything other than like topics. Right. For the longest time. For a long time. Yeah. For a really long time. Well, neither one of us were dating anybody when I was real sick. Yeah, You weren't dating... True. I sure as shit one day. <laughs> Look, it's pretty funny to watch you get back out there. Oh, uh, I know it's terrible. I know it's been a it's been a, a half-ass shit show on that half front too. Half-ass. Yeah, half-ass. I got dumb because I was a witch. Whatever, because he didn't want to end up a frog or on some bottle, and then psycho weirdo dude recently. He's probably a good guy. <laughs> no no and those are the only ones that i'll reference that they lasted a few days right i mean not to mention god that i thought about that today when we went to the thai restaurant right the amount of men that larry has seen me eat with there what because that's my go-to place Lit. Larry, oh, at the tie hut. Got you. Yeah. Got you. The owner. Yeah. I thought about that today while we were sitting there. I was like, I wonder. Oh, that's been a lot. I'm the only steady one. Yeah. You're the only one that keeps coming. Yeah. <laughs> no, it is pretty funny because I went there with my girlfriend. Yeah. And he had like a weird energy like a, about it. Yeah. He like, did that the first time I went without you. Yeah. He was real like. Where's my boy? Like, yeah. what What the hell are uh -huh. you doing? Yeah. There was such... And he, like, almost... Usually he's so friendly and will stand he there He barely and talk talked to, to me the first time. That's exactly what happened. It was so he, awkward. He, like, very deliberately was like, oh, well, here's this. And I'm Just like, walked away. Yeah. I'm yeah. Like, Man. I, like, tried to talk to yeah. him and everything, and he's like, so what are you having? And yeah. you, sir... Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Shows what he thinks of us. Yeah. Everybody, it, we don't even have to go down that. That guy, that guy's so interesting to me. I love him. What has What an interesting been? character. He is, exactly. I think and, we could get him on the podcast. I don't even know how He's that so dry, though. He's so dry. And I don't know... Most of the time, I don't know if what I just said landed with him or not. You don't know. You have no There's idea. There's like zero reaction. And he's got the whacked out, the just strangest stories. He does. I'm like, how I have love you lived? Him. How have you lived? What life have you been living right all now? All of them. All he of has them, lived apparently. all the lives. <laughs> all the paths, all the lives he has lived. But, yeah. So... It's probably about time to start wrapping up. You think so? Uh-huh. Let me see. Yeah. We started oh. an hour ago. Damn. Mm-hmm. We getting better. Maybe. Maybe. We'll see. We'll see. <laughs> we'll see. <laughs> yeah. 
But God, I don't so, want to do another take. So takeaways, though. Yeah. Uh, I'm still me. Your sick you're friends still are you. still them. You're still you. Your sick friends are still. You're the same still people. you. If you're sick, you're still you. Yeah, and if your friend is sick, you're still the same. Per- it's 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 still the same friendship. Yeah, you don't you don't suddenly have some great responsibility to be like. No. Uh, a big shoulder to cry on. No. Like, and I think a lot of people think that, and I think a lot of people don't really like that. I think it scares them when it's something as severe as mine. Yeah. That it may, there's something about holding up that mirror to, to mortality. Right. That I'm the same age as them and, you know, going through and planning my funeral, you know? Yeah. I think that's very fair. Yeah. I really just, I want, I want people to know that you don't have to change at all. You don't. Yeah, you really. You might not be able to do the same stuff. You might. Yeah, your location of where you hang out might just be their couch, their porch. You wherever. know, just running to get a bite ten minutes, twenty minutes up the road. Yeah. But it, the foundation of the relationship is still there. Yeah, it hasn't changed at all. No. You don't, and you don't have to all of a sudden try to be like this. I'm gonna be here for you, type person. Because if you're there, you're there for them. Right. That's. That's I don't think really... you've ever told me, well, no, there was one time when I was having a fall apart that you've reassured me, like, you're not going to be by yourself. I can remember one time. But any other time with any diagnosis, anything that's happened, you've never been one that throws on that, I'm going to be here for you. You know, I got you through this. You were just there. You didn't have to say it. You shouldn't have to. And you shouldn't. Exactly. Exactly. It makes it awkward when you make it this big show. Mm-hmm. And it also sets up these expectations, too, that you might not be able to hack it. Exactly. Don't do that. Don't don't run in making promises you right. don't know that you can keep. Right. It's... Because it's your a lot. You're not your friend's doctor. No, you're not. You're... You're not their caretaker. Exactly. You're their friend. Yeah. Be their and, friend. And if they need your help with something, they'll ask for it. Yeah. I yeah. think I think that's a big thing. But there are also those fucked up people who like run into that wanting to be the hero. Yeah. And I, I've had those. Yeah. I've had people when I was sick before I had a friend that attached to me just because I was sick and she wanted to be the saver Madonna kind of thing. I mean, I've been that guy. Yeah. There, I'm there not not. Times. I mean, she helped me tremendously. I'm, I'm sure she did. But the friendship didn't last past that. Right, because it it served it its fundamentally purpose. changes everything. It did. Mm-hmm. Just be your friend. Yeah. We talked. We've talked a lot more about what you can do too than I really expected. Yeah. You know, uh, I didn't expect is, it to go that way. It. Yeah, I like it though. I do too. I think it's good. So, going forward, right. We we do this because we want people to hear it and maybe see that things don't have to be so bad. Right. And I think a lot of it, too, is that we know we've stumbled onto something special with a friendship. Right. And that we've learned so much through it mm-hmm. that I want to share it. Yeah. I mean... I think it makes a world of a difference to 
have somebody to on, on a platonic level go through life. Yeah, I completely agree. And I, you know, I really want people not to sound like we're, you know, trying to promote and get everybody, you know, to share this everywhere and everything. But if if you're someone who has had the trouble to, you know, say the kind of stuff that we've said needs to be said. Right. Or, or, or just anything. You know, if, if you're a person who's sick, maybe consider some of the stuff that we've talked about as to how you can approach, you know maybe preserving your relationships in a way you didn't think was possible. Yeah. Or if you have a friend that's sort of drawn back, you know, you can maybe show, gives those can, yeah, flags. tell them to listen to this. Yeah. Or just, you know, hit them with the bullet points. Yeah. Like the the main takeaway though is you're the same person. Mm-hmm. They're the same person. None of you has to nothing about your relationship has to change. Right. The just um, logistics of it changes. Right. Something I just thought of, though, is that someone, a lot of people probably, might not even feel like they're the same person once they get really sick. And I didn't. Yeah. But having that friend, those moments I did feel like myself again. So... That was the that was my, my tether to reality. My right. tether back to being... Just someone talking shit with a friend. Mm -hmm. I needed that on such a deep level because I didn't feel like myself. I didn't feel like a person that could carry on a conversation for several hours, let alone interact on a social level and laughing and cutting up and things like that. It it centered me more to my humanity at a time when I felt like I was losing it. Well, I think that's great to end on. We'll wrap it up. <laughs> All right. uh, I hope everyone's well. We look forward to talking to you next time. Yeah. You've been sitting here uh, practicing for a TED Talk for what seems like 10 minutes. It's already awkward. Yeah, I know. I'm kind of <laughs> liking it. I think we've just about reached our time. I think we have. Yeah. So, yeah. all right, everybody, go out there. Get the information you need. We, we have no information on said family. <laughs> we have no information on anything. We know nothing. Uh, we look forward to talking to you next time. See you next time, guys. <laughs> <laughs>